Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Square Ball Podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount is yours at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan Moylan with Michael Normanson and Moscow White as well. Daniel Chapman for propaganda, the Wolves half of propaganda, away fans, and what is going on in the wider world of football, uh, where we will hear uh, what was going out on their fan channels. Are they happy? No, but not in the way they were unhappy in March. Doesn't seem long ago, does it? That Are they, are they, dis- are they despondent now? Yeah. Oh, that's good though. It's only the first game of the season. That's great. Yeah, it wasn't as much fun though, because last time they were throwing around all conspiracies about how the Premier League were trying to keep them out of Europe, because Little Wolves weren't allowed in, all this sort of stuff. I mean, Which, they, they did well themselves towards the end of the season, didn't they? Because they finished mid-table. Yeah. Well, that was could have also been the Premier League keeping them right. really safely out of Europe. Like, a good eight or nine points out of it, I think they were in the end. But yeah, just a bit sad this time around. Mainly centres around the lack of investment in the squad. I mean, you did, you did notice their bench had like a lot of kids and some centre-backs on. Well, those uh, idiots who were taking selfies of themselves um, without asking me to sign a model release were tweeting constantly about... A model release. Yeah, well, I didn't consent to be in that picture. Um, they were... Um, uh, like, you're talking as if you've been, like, had creep shots taken of you yeah. walking down the street. It's because they want to take stupid photos of themselves. I mean, I want a stupid photo of me. They haven't been upskirting you, Moscow. It, you should, did you say they should have blurred your face? It might have been... I mean, I didn't want to be associated with that picture, <laughs> put it that way. Anyway, um, we're getting uh, they were going on and on, on about the there being nothing on the bench for uh, Wolves apart from Connor Cody who they've since mm. uh, got rid of to Everton so I think it must be dawning on the Wolves fans that it's not a Premier League conspiracy it's their Chinese owners who got them this far just lost interest now they've got the they've got the esports team they've got the fashion brand they've got everything that they need out of uh the, the WWFC brand that they could possibly get. Is that the Pandas? No, that's WWF. This has got C on the end. Right. I think it might be their football club or something. This is, uh, yeah. no, this is the Wolf. They'll team Panda. Wolf eats Panda. In, what, what, have uh, our new... what have our Lupine cousins, cousins been saying anyway? Let's find out, shall we? Yeah. Well, Mr. Miami, Mr. Miami was the most enthusiastic Wolves fan in the world last year. I was going to say this is good because people like Mr. Miami. They know of him now. This is like Springsteen coming on stage and doing Dancing in the Dark straight away, <laughs> isn't it? Playing Mr. Miami first. But even him... Mm. Not bothered. Are we going to 
blather on about tapes again in this one. I shall just play, no, play, just play the clips. You excited for new season? Yeah, I'm excited for the new season, but I would say that, you know, a lot of the fans from Wolves that was negative kind of ruined it for me. I can't lie to you. Sometimes the negativity outshines the positivity. Kind of fucked me up. Oh, man. They fucked him up. They fucked up Mr. Miami's positivity. What's you know, the point? You know, that's wrong. I mean, this is a man who can go into Greg's and be absolutely thrilled with the product. I mean, Greg's is fine, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, I, you wouldn't normally go in and be like, what's your, what's your go-to thing in Buzzing Greg's? about it. Bacon sandwich and coffee would be pretty much what I would... What if you're later in the day, you don't fancy bacon sandwich and coffee? Um, they used to do a chicken katsu thing that was good. Bake, wasn't it? Bake. It was bake. Yeah. Was Everything's nice. become a bake. It's not a pasty anymore. Mm. I mean, we were referencing on, on the other show, uh, the other half of Propaganda, about we've got a lot of new American viewers and listeners now. Mm. Hi, Greg's. Whenever people come over from the States, they love Greg's, don't they? It's cheap. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, a man for the... Yeah, cheap. For, for it's a cheap, cheap option. Widely available baked goods. There's like ten of them on every high street. So there used to be two in Pontefract mm. across the road from each other. I never quite understood why they shut one down. Quite it's like petrol station, isn't it? You don't want to, if you're heading in one direction, you don't want to be crossing a road to go get your past it. It was a pedestrianised street. Oh. So I, f- I mean, who knows? Who knows what was going on there? But yeah, anyway, Mr. Miami. Yeah, he was, he was he was a fan of Greg's, but he's just killed his buzz now. Though, yeah, oh. I mean, Greg's haven't. He still likes them. Oh, but yeah, you can you can watch yeah, his other no stuff. There's no negativity around Greg's online. It's not like you get from Wolves fans. Mm. Is, is is Greg's a bit gauche for you, Moscow? Or do you no, are you a fan? Fine. What, what I mean, it's a long through? time since I've been to a Greg's just because I don't. Uh, do you call it Gregory's? Don't work in an <laughs> office anymore. But I used to do. Was it there that I used to get a, like a cheese and bacon twist? Yeah, they do. That's, mm. that's a good. Yeah, yeah, those. Used or could have been Copeland's, maybe. But you kind of because you mentioned the American stuff, it sent my mind into Dunkin' Donuts land, and I could still. Taste, even though it's probably been 15 years, the um, ham and egg bagel from Dunkin' Donuts that I didn't eat until it was cold. That was beautiful. I can still taste it. God. Anyway. Take me back. Talking wolves. This is where the majority of the lunacy came from last time. I think this lad was was one of them, but they're not complaining about referees. They're not complaining about anything. He had a nice rug over the back of his chair, like Mm. a sheepskin fluffy thing that was nice not like a bus driver and an aircon unit you could see in the back as well the lucky bastard is it in his car no he's in a, he's in a house he's oh. got like um, he's got a, like a tumble dryer style hose popping out of his window excellent proper aircon unit you think all wolves fans get sheepskin rugs as part of like the the thing because that's what a wolf does doesn't it it, 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 true. it makes rugs it's true sheep's, sheep's clothing but yeah he was he started off making the same the same point about the lack <laughs> of we, squad depth and investment did you find any wolves uh, YouTube channels where they who dress up as sheep. <laughs> because if none of them have ever done that, then they need to start. Mm. I would I would watch they should sit a at Wolves home, podcast called Wolves in Sheep's Clothing where they just dress as sheep it's and discuss the, and... the football. No, they just they just discuss okay. the football and don't ever refer to the fact that they what, are. Sit in the home end and style it out. Yeah. I mean, they could do that as well. Every every away game, every away game they have, they go and sit in the home and dress as sheep. They'd need uh, the... Um, the fire certificates for the, uh, the the cloudy clothes, wouldn't they? Yes. Like, uh, a, like taking a flag in. Is it yeah. just stop people from being dressed as a sheep? Right. Talking more. So anyway, he was blaming the <laughs> he was blaming the board. Essentially, not enough depth. Didn't want to blame any of the players. They were like lambs to the slaughter at Elland Road. Excellent. I don't blame any of the players today. I mean, some of them had pretty poor standard games. Like Jose Sar was not great. Johnny was not great. Aidenori was certainly not great. Donker, I don't really know what he offered today either, but we've got no other option. So 
that's just the way it is at the moment. I mean, I, there's there's nothing. I can't blame the players All because those there isn't. There's no blame on the manager because what else can they do? Not going to blame <laughs> the players apart from the four I did name. Yeah, which is what forty percent of the outfield team. Mm. Apart from them, but yes. apart from them, right? And it's not it's not the managers. No, it's no one's fault. No, no one's, one's, no one's to blame. The owners, the owners have turned off the tap. This is it. Wolves were happy when they were just spending millions in the championship uh, less than they should have done to get the players of the quality they did out of Mendes. And now they're in the Premier League and it's not the same because they're just not getting loads of really good players anymore. So um, they're all dead upset. Is a new stadium coming? Is all this going to, is anything going to happen? They still have, um, I suppose they haven't had uh, a home game yet. That would be a real sign of Wolves on the decline if they don't have the pre-match DJ and light show at Molyneux anymore this season. I think that's when you know that club is in trouble. Connor Cody going, if they sell Neves before the transfer window closes, whatever. But if there's not a DJ doing a half-hour set on the pitch before the, every game and a light show, then I think that's a real sign that you, mm. your club's in difficulty. See, you see the DJ in my brain there is thinking, how many different Wolf songs are there out there? Like, I think Shakira did like She Wolf. Mm-hmm. You got obviously Cry Wolf by Aha. Hungry Like the Wolf. Hungry Like the Wolf. Was that Duran Duran? Duran Duran. Yeah. Mm. Any more? Not for now. <laughs> you talk among yourselves. I'm going to come back with more. Um, should we hear some more clips from, um, from Talking Wolves? Yeah, I mean, he was the only person who actually spoke about Leeds as well because mainly it was just all a bit, yeah, a bit, you know, a bit selfish, really, just talking about their own yeah. team. But what's the, we've got a show to do here. Give yeah, us we're, some... we're discussing Wolves in, in considerable depth. No. What yeah. are we. Get well, some number about Leeds. What is happening with Connor Cody? Because he seems to be going on loan to Everton for not really any money. So they used to play three at the back. But why are they just throwing him in the bin? Why don't they sell him for more? Well, for some, well, he it is going to be a, a deal at the end of the season, apparently. Mm. But for like nine million or something, you'd think he'd be worth more money than that. Mm. Um, Unless they've done international a, loudmouth, a medical on his weak skull. True. Well, yes. yeah, is he still going to be doing that? At, um, Everton and he's from Liverpool as well isn't he so he's, you know, he's going home and all that my big worry is that he might make Everton half decent mm. I've actually got a good player that's not good songs good containing song. the word wolf uh, the Clyde Valley Stompers 1962 reached number 25 in the charts no. Peter and the Wolf it was called and mm. then we covered all the other ones Duran Duran Hungry Like the Wolf yeah. Aha Cry Wolf and then Shakira She Wolf what about Who's Afraid of the Big Bad uh, not in there didn't chart if oh, it's, okay. if it's made I'll, I'll have a look for Wolves hang on a minute <laughs> contains the word so I don't understand wolves. why Changing from oh. three at the back to four at the back necessitates throwing your best player in the bin. It doesn't necessarily mm. seem, but they seem very happy that Max Kilman is a, a rising star and they signed Nathan Collins from Burnley because getting relegated is obviously the sign of a great defender. Position number 23 in the charts, October 2010, Wombats, a song called Tokyo, open brackets, vampires and wolves, close brackets. Mm. There you go. Good. I mean, I don't know if adding vampires to the modern new mix is necessarily a, a positive thing. Five songs just on loop. Let's hear from Talking Wolves. Leeds, they played well. They showed some fight, to be fair. I'll give them some credit. They were all right today. Um, they they had to hold on through our good spell, but they were actually played some pretty nice, direct, expansive football at times. So, uh, And a few of their new signings actually look like pretty decent players, like Brendan Aronson actually looks like he's, he's pretty decent. And it's nice for them to have Bamford back, obviously. Well, thank you, well-spoken gentlemen. Gritted teeth. I mean, I, because I know how much other teams fans hate Bamford I find it very difficult not to hear something snide about that one it's like oh and obviously it's Good nice for you it's nice for those scumbags to have their their chief scummer back so they can have a horrible hateful time together it reminded me a little bit of um 
I've noticed Jesse Marsh keeps calling us quite good. He keeps saying, like, click came on. He was quite good. I think he means it in a very positive way, but in English, English, it doesn't sound as impressive as he wants to. There's like this level of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I love how you're trying to dig out a criticism of Jesse Marsh about being being disingenuous by saying someone's quite good and not meaning it. No, it's just, it's interesting. I'm trying, I'm still trying to calibrate. Like if you go through, I think it's quite good is like six, seven out of 10. So it's just getting used to that, but he keeps bringing that up. It's like, yeah, I think that was quite good. Whereas I would have said it was very good. It's like he's kind of is he trying to underrating deli- things. Is he trying to deliberately tone it down because we think of Americans as being a bit? Yeah, and I'm still picking on him anyway. I'm not picking on it. It's just, <laughs> I didn't it's, like uh, him when he was enthusiastic, and I don't like him raining it. In. It's like his. Um, it's a bit like his sort of bueno. It's like yeah, it's quite good. Mm. It's it's interesting trying to get these. Uh, I really want to know what he said to um, Large though, because I don't think he said, "Oh, I think that dive was quite good." It's something more forceful. So, so who's bloke two then, Michael? This was one of the angry ones last time. He was really, he was really yelling, and he's got a more of a, a traditional Wolverhampton accent. This time, I think he was re- re- recording this on a coach. I mean, I've put a little clip of it in just so you can hear how terrible it is. Also, really disturbing is the angle. And I've put a screenshot on our prep sheet so you can see it. Oh yeah, I feel like he's. I feel like I'm zipped into a bag, and he's just, <laughs> he's just. He's just allowing me to peep out from the suitcase. And they'll find your body in several and, weeks in a bath. And he's talking to me to just check I'm still alive. <laughs> it's a, it's a it really... Does, it does look like I think that, it's because yeah. he's got it framed with a bit of bus seat in the top and he's a thumb round the edge or something. Yeah. But it, And he's looking down. You keep quiet. He's keep really, quiet. He's really looking down on the camera. I think he puts he, the lotion in the basket. <laughs> so I don't know if he's doing it to, to try and hide some of the radio noise that's going on around him. But it hasn't well, worked has anyway. Because it sounds like this. It puts the lotion in the basket. At that point, the lad were knackered. Could not fall the effort from the boys today. Thought they ran and they ran and they ran. Effort didn't win games. Goals win games. I was listening to the radio. Yeah. Well, there's a website called youarelistening.2. It's a mixer. So there's um, a random bit of ambient music from the ambient tag on SoundCloud mixed with, and then you can mix it with like, so it's come up with the LAPD uh, South Bureau broadcast, but you can have number stations, you can do uh, air traffic control, and it creates this kind of ambient soundscape so you can mix your own. It's like that, only a Wolves fan. (laughs) And I noticed like you put a screenshot of him uh, staring at the bag and it's got the timer on there it's 20, 21 minutes is the whole thing like that no it's a, it's um, a compilation so the like the rug boy was okay, on there as well he was but he was a good five minutes I'd think, say of him uh, of him with Radio 5 playing away in the background because it's it, that was quite an intense listening experience <laughs> <laughs> we've got these headphones on as well that are, are very good and it really brought out the the bass of the I think I could hear the air conditioning of the of the uh, or the 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 engine noise of the bus that he's on. So that... It might then, be the breathing of the person who's holding the phone in the bag. <laughs> and then him, <laughs> and him talking about the football, and then the radio louder than him, and trying to tune it all in. Yeah, it's... Uh, I find myself craning my neck to try and listen harder, and I realise I can't. I can just turn the volume up over there, but even then, it quite, still doesn't work. Quite tempted to press that to like 180 gram vinyl and do a limited edition um, <laughs> run to send out to like the ambient noise crew in the world. Always Wolves TV. Fan TV, sorry. It was Dazzling Dave. It's still Dazzling Dave in brackets. But has he moved into, has he he's expanded? I think he's tried to take it away from being about him. Bless him. I think he's I think he's probably quite a nice a nice fellow, is, is Dazzling Dave. 
but some people ruining this video, and this is uh, and this is what it sounded like. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to probably give my man of the match to Neves. I'll give the performance a seven because it wasn't too bad overall. We played with a lot of quality uh, in the second half. The Leeds fans are obviously happy. Fair play to them. They've won the game, but you've got to learn to win with a little bit of dignity, guys. I know that Leeds fans didn't win a lot last season, and they they stayed up at the end of the season. Um, but you've got to learn to win with a bit of dignity, and uh, you know. I thought better. Some of the fans, a lot of the fans were pretty good, but those guys that have just come over there are really disappointing from their point of view. But enjoy it whilst it lasts. <laughs> you don't have the oh, right. Well. You don't have the right to do your broadcast from in the car park, Alan. Right, no, he's, he's doing it by the South Stand ticket office, the old, <laughs> you know, the old club shop one. That yeah. one there. Win with a bit of dignity. I love that. Yeah, well, with, why would you win with a bit of dignity? With all with all respect to any uh, fan channels out there, it's probably lower down the chain of dignity is standing outside the ticket office with a selfie <laughs> stick, um, trying to talk about the match that you've just been watching and expecting. So I love that as well. That that line about uh, this is very disappointing from their point of view. And <laughs> nobody in the background of that sounded disappointed from no. their point of view in the slightest. I think from their point of view, they were just laughing. They're having a jolly nice time, weren't they? <laughs> they sounded. I think I know what. I would rather have been doing in that situation. I mean, and trying to appeal to drunk men who've just won a football match. Be like, come on now, no, no, come on. Think about how you win. Think about the fan channels. Lads, I'm trying to vlog here. Yeah. <laughs> Think about the vloggers. Win with a bit of dignity. Bless him. We mentioned it the next day as well. He was like, I mean, they did spoil it. And that, did, that, did, that was a bit unfortunate. It's probably, but... probably taken the shine off the victory for them. <laughs> <laughs> when they're, I'm yeah, sure from their point of view I'm sure they've woken up this morning yeah. reflecting on that and thinking, full of regrets <laughs> uh, right finish and not desperately trying <laughs> to find it on YouTube so that they can laugh at it again yeah yeah. Express and Star did do some videos the uh, the Moscow am I uh, in the background cap- captures well, no but they did I think get Mateus Click in the background I think it's him it does look like him if it's not it's a very good it's a very decent look alike anyway but um, not the not the the best thing for a podcast, this visual. No, no, on the, on the video not. version, we can get oh, this, we can do that. Look at that. Get it on there, yeah. I always yeah, forget but, we're on the telly now as well. But Finner was there. Finner's. For some reason, he'd done a, he was staying in Manchester for this game okay. in Leeds, which seemed an odd choice, but uh, he was there with his Liverpool supporting girlfriend and he was doing a bit of in-stadium vloggy stuff. So this is, from the Wolves' end, the Melier save at the, just, just before half-time. Good ball. Good ball. Yes! That's general upset you can hear in the yeah, background. Yeah, just feeding off disappointment. It's two minutes before half time as well, isn't it? Get him off! Get him off! Bitch. Get him off! It's a great save. Hey, now. I don't know what else. Maybe he should have scored, but it's... Um, Melier's read it really well. Mm. To save with his foot as well, it's... Um, it's a special spidery leg trick as well as this, because a lot of keepers would spread themselves and let, leave themselves open for the nutmeg, but his legs are that long. He can like articulate them inwards to stop the, the through the <laughs> legs one, but then there's enough leg at the side... Yeah. To still create like a, a draft excluder, a good leg, either edge. leg spread. He did quite well, didn't he? He did quite he did, well. He did quite well. Uh, Mrs. Finners, then let's hear her take on Leeds. Okay, so Leeds away, done. Thoughts? The kit was boring and the stadium was too far away from the train station. <laughs> yeah, I quite like the kit. We, we like playing home kits. Fair, fair point about the, the railway station. It wasn't clear if it was their kit or our kit that was boring. I think uh, she must have been talking about Leeds. Probably. She was asked about thoughts on. Well, if they get the um, if they get the Holbeck viaduct sorted out, you'll be able to walk on a beautiful green leafy direct from the station mm. to um, Lowfields Road. It's ah. not that far if you 
20 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, if you're young and fit, and they sound like in they both look like shape. They both look like they should have been able to. Yeah, to you walked so. 92 miles, didn't you? Exactly, and I'm in, and I'm, I'm in really <laughs> good shape. The prime of life. So it's... Um, <laughs> there's good shape and there's good shape. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a difficult <laughs> journey. Wolves kit, actually, I think they're quite a nice one last year. I didn't like their kit this year. Cast so. story, though, isn't it? Awful. Yeah, Awful they're not putting brand. a lot of effort into those. There's, so. um, there's a... I can't remember the name of the, the Twitter handle, but it's like um, Bad Cast Story or something like that. And it shows all the shit merchandise that they churn out, which is really eye-bleedingly, mm. eye-wateringly expensive, isn't it, the stuff they do? It was a Newcastle hoodie with the Castori logo that had been... Uh, is it Castor? Castori? Whatever, don't Whatever. care. And the logo was just massively off to one side. I mean, you know, we, we know from having done our own merch that sometimes printing can go slightly skewed one way or another, but we're talking, it's almost like a 45-degree <laughs> angle, and they're probably charging £100 for that. I hope we never have them. I know, you know people don't like everything that Adidas do, annoyed by the supply chain issues. Let's never go to Castori. You've been, you've taken Kinnear's, Kinnear's money there, haven't you, to say good things about Adidas? <laughs> well, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. How dare you? How dare you? Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Into the other half of this now, then. That dispenses with uh, with Wolverhampton Wanderers. What else is happening in the wider world of propaganda and football, please? Michael, who are we starting with? Steve Nichol. Oh, brilliant. It's nice to have Stevie back. Straight in for him. He's, uh, I think when we first started this, he was one of the very first people we used, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For, former Liverpool defender, and he now works for ESPN doing their football coverage in the United States. A very, very dour man. He's very fond of crisps. Um, mm-hmm. In his player profile, it was discovered that he once ate, he always used to eat a six-pack back-to-back as one of his favourite snacks, mm-hmm. really loading up on those carbs and that salt. It's nice to see he's, he's continued that as well because ESPN tweeted a photo of him in his uh, back in the studio with just loads of packets of crisps open. So enjoy Steve Nichol while you can. <laughs> I think the most impressive thing about Aronson was not that he was all over the park and he was closing the ball and he was winning it and he was giving it. We know that he can do all that stuff. I think, I think the best part of his game was the fact that it was the way he delivered these passes right? and, and the decision-making, not just with the ball at his feet, but again, 
choosing when to go and close down and choosing when to stay off. You know, you talk about almost a complete performance because obviously scoring would have been would have been yeah. the, the cherry on the top. We did, did score. <laughs> it was a given the own goal. Uh, Frank- we didn't score. Eh? Oh, right. come on. All right, okay, all right, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> They've got to mollify him now, haven't they? Just, all right, Steve, don't go. Because remember, he did once famously set fire to the hair of uh, one of his uh, teammates' wife. Teammates wives, yeah. yeah. For reasons that are not entirely clear. It wasn't because I don't think she was disputing a, a, a goal scorer <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Right, so it is unfair that that goal got taken off of. Uh, Brendan, he was very good, and um, it's reminded me that when he talks about his um, choice of passing and stuff, the one I really liked. It didn't really, it maybe wasn't the best pass in the end, but I liked watching him do it when we broke through the middle. It was when somebody passed it just behind Aronson, and he collected it on the run. He still took that, so that was great. Sprints through the middle, and then as the play was developing, you could see Jackie trying to make this overlapping run, and Aronson just let the gap open up and it did and then played the pass through and the pass was really good and it turned out I just think Wolves did a good job of then um, blocking Harrison from going any further so it didn't work out but watching it you could see Aronson was kind of you knew what he was waiting for and waiting for that just to become apparent so he could choose the moment to put it through and it was like yeah he looks like a good player his brother scored at the weekend as well Paxton nice. yes. Paxton we should sign him with an E um, was Rusty there to watch uh, no, because it was a way to FC Cincinnati. Is that a long way? Probably. They Probably. lost as well. It was He it, it came on as a sub near the end of a... Uh, it was 3-0. In a couple of minutes, he made it 3-1. Probably, actually, more of an own goal than Brendan's because he hit it from the edge of the penalty area, hit somebody's toe, and then loops over the goalkeeper and in. So the pair of them should have them both taken off. Either either they both scored or neither of them scored. I think there needs to be a, a transatlantic ruling on this kind of thing. One, but one or two other. A good weekend for the Aronsons. Good weekend for anybody who thinks Manchester United are a laughingstock now. Isn't it great just to witness their, their decline? <laughs> After all the shit. I mean, for the benefit of anybody who is younger, maybe doesn't appreciate what the shite we had to endure. After us winning the title in 1992... It was basically a 10 or 15 year shit fest. Was, they, was it longer than that? They won everything, didn't they? It, it went on forever. Mm. Yeah. My entire school life basically was dominated by pretend scum fans who never once been to a game being smug because they'd won the league again. And it's great because the risk this summer was that maybe Eric Ten Hag could bring some competence. Mm. But nope. <laughs> no signs of it so far. This is, this is one game in. They've played the same, if in case you're confused by these clips, they've played the same number of games. As us, which is one. Mm-hmm. They've got a new. How did, man- they, how did they get on? Got a new manager. Well, they lost two one to Brighton, but they lost four 0 against Brighton at the end of last. So season. they're improving. They are improving. So it's a good result. Yeah, in well, many it ways, it's an improvement. But then they've never lost at home to Brighton in their entire history before. So that's good. That's a good one for the record. They but managed to get on the score sheet as well, so that's something to build on for them, isn't it? They did indeed. But yeah, this is a, this is very very mank. So do we need to put? Mm. Some, is there a, you know, yeah. have to put explicit tags on these. It's one of the if, most mank people we've ever featured. We have to put explicit tags on the podcast in case they're swearing. You know, for sensitive mm. ears. Is there a mank tag we, we need to maybe we're just, we're just telling you. Skip forward yeah. about, about a minute if you don't want to hear it. Clueless, pointless, looking at each other, urgency, requirement. This is supposed to be a new dawn. You always say it's darkest before the dawn, but this is dark. This is, this, <laughs> this is going to get a lot more worse, I'm telling you, before it gets well, before it gets better. And, and this, honestly, an example needs to be made of one of these players. 
Somebody needs to be turfed out before maybe end of August. I don't care who it is. Maybe January. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Big names, big reputations. I don't care. I watch it. I have a. I want to see fight, desire. It was nothing there, mate. It's it lackluster. Is he suggesting they sacrifice a player to the gods or something? It don't matter, don't matter who. <laughs> just, just sent away. You're, you're too lackluster. Lackluster. <laughs> it's three separate words, isn't it? Lackluster. <laughs> no desire. <laughs> I like it when you go, Mank. Uh, yeah, I should say. So by the way, the um, dark. It was supposed to be dawn. You know the dark. You know, you know the ninety-two mile walk. That no we, urgency. <laughs> the ninety-two. I mile. love urgency. Urgency is a great. Uh, you, if you're listening, you're trying to work out where somebody's from. Wait until they say urgency. Try and turn the conversation around that way, and you'll soon know that. Um, uh, yeah, I was just saying, Moscow. Like you know, the ninety-two mile walk we did. There's still a WhatsApp group, hundred strong people in it of um, just keeping in touch with everybody, looking out for everybody, you know, huge sense of camaraderie built up in there. We were, we've gotten to more footballing matters more recently rather than the walk itself. And just about everybody agreed in that group that whenever they see, um, and I can't even do it myself now. I was going to say Cancelo playing for Man City. Consuelo. It's, yeah, exactly. Everybody sees Consuelo. Consuelo. And, he, and hears it in your stupid mank voice. There's no urgency from Consuelo. Um, He's lackluster. <laughs> should we move on to the next clip? Yeah, go on. Webby and O'Neill. Yeah, so we're not done with this. This is O'Neill, not Webby. Right. Who has had his say separately. But again, similar theme on this one, more or less. <laughs> Put it all in the fucking bin. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that these kids there, these people there who were going to perform, that crowd was absolutely head down, depressed. Well, you're not going to get depressed when you see hungry young players. I'd rather have them on and get beat, yeah. right? But they'd give you a game over the 90 minutes. There was no game there. Even look at United's goal. It was garbage, yeah. right? Yes, the crowd got <laughs> up behind it. But I didn't, goal. I didn't see wave after wave of United putting balls in there and their goalkeeper saving it. Yeah. It was absolutely dross football. Uh, it's, it's put Eddie in charge and play the kids, isn't They're it? They're at that stage, one game in, they wanted to drag people outside the stadium and like boot them to death and I mean, chuck them in a canal or something. I mean, I know, I know we're laughing at this, like, because we, we didn't know what to expect going into the Wolves game, did we? It felt like nothing was off the table at that point. Now we've got some data to kind of inform our opinion. We think, oh, we're probably going to be all right. You know, it's too early to call, but early signs are good. They've kind of had the same thing. They were desperately going into this season, hoping, hoping beyond hope, Ten Hag, new manager's going to fix it, get a tune out of these players. We'll add some new players. And they've just completely gone off in the other direction compared and, to where we are. And they really can't sign players either. No. They're now trying to get like an aging Arnautovic out of Syria as a, as an option for him, which is just... Uh, Rabio from Juventus, which is just asking for trouble. And they, they've made themselves such a problem. Like I was looking at uh, McTominay. Who? McTominay. McTominay. Scott McTominay. McFred. McFred. I, I guess the pair of them, because if you think, they're now talking about McTominay has to be kept because he's an experienced player. <laughs> but, so, and I'm trying to work out what kind of wage McTominay must be. I will say they do not want them to kept. But no, but who are you going to sell Scott McTominay to? Mm. Because nobody would want to sign that player because he's awful. This is going to be really embarrassing when we sign him. Yeah, but he must be. Well, no, because I imagine he's probably earning more than our highest paid player. Mm. I would not be surprised. And that's why they can't, there is no chance of them ever moving McFred anywhere so they have to just play them game after game after game and it's brilliant and they talk about oh well, there'll be some hungry young kids 
the last uh, the last result of um, Man United's under twenty three. I thought Marcus Rashford was trying to fix that the hungry young kids. <laughs> Uh, well, he's uh, has he not succeeded? Well, they must be too well fed because they lost three one to Liverpool in the last game of last season, one one with Arsenal. So they were mid table in the uh, the division that, admittedly, we got <clears throat> relegated from. But I don't even I think that's probably because I cannot imagine under any circumstances looking at the state of their first team that anybody uh, Carrington <laughs> has been like, oh, but no, it's okay because the youth team and the academy is being run brilliantly. Maybe they keep asking Alex Ferguson about that so it'll be fine but I just don't I cannot imagine that there is like a, a really good well even they brought in um, it was uh, was it who was the kid that they brought on at the end of last season and he was fucking garbage was he the one who cost him about 10 million who played against us with the big hair yeah they brought some player on in a, in a match when is um, his name like Hulk or something daft like I that I think wasn't it um, Silence of the Lambs wasn't it wasn't it more that <laughs> what's that called Hannibal wasn't it called Hannibal yes Hannibal yes like that. So, yeah. Yes, Hannibal. Um, That's twice we've referred to Silence of the Lambs today in both halves of propaganda. And they just, he, he wasn't good either. Um, they good. started just experimenting by giving did these you, kids um, a game and yeah, they were rubbish. Did you watch their game at all? Just the highlights. No. I, I had it on and uh, so I didn't actually watch it all because I was busy doing other stuff at the time but I had it on in the background but somebody picked up on Twitter like, like and so I, so I like to watch uh, yeah. how quickly the camera, so it showed Ten Hag then immediately cut to him in the um, in the director's box, and he's just there stalking the halls like yep. a ghoul. He goes. To, I mean, as much as we've been sad that Bielsa has left and may never return, it's kind of better than having to see him sat in the west stand just looking at things go with the notepad. Kind of, mm. yeah. It's a, it's a clean break. It's like staying friends on Facebook if you've broken up. Mm. Get no, rid. Just you block everybody. You're never going to speak again, and if you do, it won't be for good reasons. No, don't do it. Yeah, just block everybody. Anyway, um, they're unhappy, and that's good. That makes us happy. What else have we got? Well, we'll just finish on a more, uh, someone slightly more unhinged. The the casual fan is goes by the name of on YouTube. He's the Canadian boy who gets very upset. Moose toucher. So we'll let, well, let's see if if the the break over summer has calmed him down. This is Brighton going two up. I, I think is it has it. Mm. <laughs> Here come Brighton again. Marches one we've one with Shaw. Good save from the hair. Down two nil. Fucking kill you. Definitely not winning anymore. Why are we sitting so far back, man? Shaw, you're so fucking bad, man. I hate you. Why is Malasia not playing? I hate defenders who do that. Oh, back up, back up, back up, back up. How about make the fucking tackle? Don't just wait for him to shoot, you fucking cheeseburger douchebag. Holy fuck. I thought the Canadians, um, the old moose touchers, were supposed to be a little bit more calm compared to the, the cousins south of the border there. Seems not. I mean, that is somebody for whom... You really, it's probably a dangerous thing to say, but it's only a game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know if David Ahare actually needs putting to death. I mean, that said, there are moments when I'm thoroughly ashamed of my behaviour during games. You know, like the things, mm. the things that enter my mind and often leave my mouth. <laughs> it's a good job that everybody around you is normally shouting at the same time because... Yeah, it can get lost in a, in yeah. a mix, can't it? Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm just, it, it stops me getting angry in other, other parts of my life. I let it all vent out there at Ellen Road on a Saturday, but still. Interestingly for our uh, Canadian friend, there are no Google results for the phrase cheeseburger douchebag. There is one result, one singular result on Google, and it's from uh, a TV program called Street Outlaws, but it's somebody saying, Go eat a fucking cheeseburger, comma, douchebag. That's, 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 that's a Google whack, isn't it? Yeah, there is no incidence anywhere 
that I can see with like a one second Google search of anybody calling anybody a cheeseburger douchebag <laughs> in uh, the internet's record of history. We've just upped the output on that front then many times over compared to what was out there before. Well, yeah, I'm glad we could um, amplify this real positive contribution <laughs> to uh It's to only the negative world. towards scum. What were you going to say, Michael, anyway? You, I... Oh, I think the cheeseburger thing, I think it's a reference to Luke Shaw being fat, is what I would guess. And douchebag? Well, douchebag's a generic insult, isn't it? But it's like calling him a fat douchebag. But I think he's saying, go eat some cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger douchebag. You douchebag. It mean, isn't it? Well, no, mm. no, because that's that's the example I found. Go eat a cheeseburger, comma, douchebag. There's no comma there. This mm. is, it's a noun. It was a you cheeseburger. compound noun. Yeah. Cheeseburger douchebag. Actually, listen to more of it. Anyway. He's a true original. Yeah, let's see what else he's got. Ronaldo's onside. He did time his run perfectly. Rashford's in! Oh, puke Rashford, you piece of shit! Yeah, piece of shit is a bit more, um, a bit more generic, isn't it? I've never shouted, oh, puke, at oh, someone before, though. That's uh, you make puke. That was it, Elena. Mm-hmm. No, it was um, it was I think it was Eduardo. It was one of the the, the lads defending her honor, wasn't it? Not even that. No, he was attacking Mike Farnan's daughter on Instagram because remember we had the battle of the daughters. Mm. Ah, yes. Um, just because their dads wanted to buy football clubs, and so yeah, it was um, either Eduardo or the other one, the one who got Ur- his Urkel. Uh, Urkel. So it was Eduardo went on uh, her Instagram and she put a selfie up and just went. You make puke. There we go. Nice point to finish on. Um, <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. If only he'd have had uh, the wherewithal to call her a cheeseburger douchebag. History could have been so different. Feels like we've had a class in linguistics mm. today. It's been it's been educational. We've, um, we've learned that it gets dark. Going to get darker <laughs> before it gets better. Because it's all like monster. More propaganda from uh, from Southampton after that game. I won't be here for that on my holidays, so enjoy that. I'm sad to be missing out. I genuinely enjoy listening to the opposition fan channels. Southampton were quite... I think they've always been quite tame, haven't they, in the past, Southampton? It's, it's, it's quite nice in Hampshire, isn't it, generally speaking? It's all right yeah, down yeah. there. We're all just waiting for the Titanic to come back. Mm. Any sign of it? Not so far. That's no, why no. they're all still there. Yeah. And propaganda extra. We're going to do some more bonus bits now then. Um, cherries on icings, as we heard in one of the clips there. Uh, as propaganda extra for the TSB Plus members flip over to that look out for that in your feed otherwise we will return with what we're doing next we've got the weekly show to come as well that's exciting Mm. it's a busy week it is a busy week we'll speak to you in a bit The Square Ball Podcast Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> 